Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything. Mr. Curiosity. All righty, folks. Uh, Joe Snedeker here with the Mr. Curiosity podcast. And this is the first one of the new year. This is it, baby. Come on. So uh, we've been going over two years now. I'm proud of this thing. Commitment consistency it's what's going on with mr curiosity and if you have any uh guests you want me to uh, interview and have some fun with you let me know joe.snedeker at wnep.com now this is a topic that every single ear out there could appreciate we're talking about pizza and i got jim marabelli here and uh what do you think big jimmy baby i'll tell you people love talking pizza <laughs> Uh, as much as I always do say, they love talking pizza about as much as they like talking about the weather. So this, I think we have a real hand and glove fit here. I love it. You're making total sense. Here's the weird part, part about pizza, though. It's like if I, it's like if I had 100 random people and I asked them, who's the most attractive person in Hollywood? They'd all have, you know, 100 different answers. So it's very subjective, isn't it? That's the problem. We can't say this pizza is better than that pizza. It's like saying my wife's prettier than your wife. It's very subjective. Isn't that the issue here? Totally subjective, but people are so passionate about those subjective opinions, which is, you know, we get into some really cool debates on NEPA pizza review in the comments section. Uh, we get people are just very adamant that there's only one best pizza and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It, it, you know, they'll give you their reasoning and everything and you'll follow, but you know, Usually it's what you grew up with is, is what your, your, your pizza of choice is, but that's a big uh, part of it. All right. So I want to just plug you first of all. So you have a Facebook page called Northeast pizza review, right? Yep. NEPA pizza review.com and uh, on all the social media outlets as well. Uh, I think most people try to consume through the social media. I, I, I have a passion for writing longer form articles with photos. I don't, I don't think people are into reading articles so much these days. So sort of transition to the social media game over the years. No, that sounds excellent because I don't know if this is a American thing, if it's a Northeastern PA thing, if it's a Valley thing. But since I was a kid, Friday is pizza day. And not only that, but hey, let's try different pizza. Every Friday, the Snedeker family is like, where are we going to get it this week? So I think your website and your Facebook page is essential because it gives people an opportunity to do just that, to say, hey, let's try something different and let's see what this guy says because he's the expert. Isn't that great? It's fantastic. And, you know, I've uh, Pizza Friday is very real here in Northeast PA. And I've, I've uh, posed the question to a more national audience before. And some people uh, had not heard of it, but particularly in New York and uh, some other Northeastern areas, uh, Pizza Friday is a very real thing. Uh, but I think it's very, very hyper local here. I mean, get out, is, really. Uh, you know, I, I've written some articles for Discover NEPA about it, and uh, they, it, I, uh, my very anecdotal research uh, says that you know it's very intense Pizza Friday, and people make a pilgrimage to. Some people like to go to the same exact place every every Friday, but. Uh, I think there's a growing contingent. I think you know that I've liked to uh, that I've had a hand in. Uh, people going to different places, as you say, every every single Friday, which is really cool. I get messages. Uh, it's where to this week, you know, and I'll try to understand what people's preferences are and then give them a recommendation to go give it a try. The other thing I like to do is um, 
when I was um, in, a, in a good review groove, I've taken the month of December off. But uh, when I'm in a good <laughs> review groove, every week I post my review on Thursday so that people who are looking for that place on Friday can have something to consider. So uh, oh, that's, that's perfect. That's perfect. So you can go to, uh, again, uh, anypizzareview.com, correct? NEPA pizza review. Yes. And on uh, Facebook to get his review. So we're going to talk pizza. Now I've got a brief outline. I'm not an outline kind of guy. I like this to be organic and just flow as it wishes to, but we have to talk about chain stores. We have to talk about folders. I hate pizza folders. We have, to, you know, <laughs> we'll get to that later. We'll talk about old world, Sicilian, New York style, Mexican, which is kind of rare. We got to get into all this, but first of all, you don't just go around eating pizza for a living. Come on, man. What are you, what are you, what are you all about? How'd you get into this? So, uh, I mean, professionally, I'm an accountant by trade, a uh, business manager. But uh, how'd I get into this? So growing up, you know, my parents instilled uh, big time work ethic into my sister and I uh, started. Uh, my first job was uh, about 14 years old as a dishwasher in a little place called Donio's Pizza in Clark Summit. I love it. I remember it. And uh, when I got into, you know, being a dishwasher, of course, I wanted to be a great dishwasher, but I always had my eye on the pizza counter with, you know, the guy <laughs> been in the dough there. And uh, I always kept asking my boss, can I learn? Can I learn? Can I learn? And then, you know, over time, certainly they let you in and I, I learned how to make pizza. And then throughout high school and college and even beyond when I had, you know, my first sort of professional job, right. I still worked pizza on the weekends. Uh, so I was working, you know, a full-time job plus a full weekend, and uh, I just always loved the pizza business. It gave me so much in terms of, uh, you know, connections and people and uh, just how to work uh, and how to relate to people and, uh, of course, how to make pizza. And so I, that, that passion never left me even after <laughs> I left the business. And uh, I have this techie side to me where I always just had a desire to uh, have a website of some kind no, no idea how to do it yeah. so I mean I'm in uh, I went back to school for uh, to get my MBA and uh, I'm there we had some sort of you know project and I said well this sounds like a great excuse to you know launch a website for this project so I just said you know NEPA pizza review I, I landed on as a name and I went to blogger which is the google free um, platform that you can right. use easily it's about as easy as creating an email. So I said, oh, this is a good, good place to start. And uh, I, I, you know, I dropped into, I think I went to Arcaro and Janelle's in Old Forge and I, you know, wrote about it. And uh, then I went to another, I went across the street to Ravel's and I wrote about it. And then, you know, I thought it was just for, for a while, I was just doing it for myself. And then, um, and I was anonymous at the time. And, uh, uh, you know, about you know, nine months in a year. Transparency, in, Jim, transparency, Jim, come on, you know, it's important. Exactly. exactly. Well, I didn't want, you know, I didn't want my mug out there. I assume people don't want to see this thing. Right? Uh, so um, being so, a critic comes with risks, you know? Exactly, exactly. So, uh, so it was like a slow growth. I get a few clicks, you know, if I had like seven clicks in a day, I'd get excited. You know, somebody read yeah. my review. And then, uh, you know, I just kind of just kept creating these reviews. And then one day my buddy calls me up. He's like, hey, you like pizza? Uh, 
I was in the, you know, picking up a pizza and this lady in front of me told me she was there because this guy online told me to go. <laughs> See, I love it. You got to follow your passions. Yeah. So, so I said, oh, that, that guy uh, is, is me. <laughs> I hadn't told him that I, I hadn't told my family, my friends, anybody that I was doing this because, you know, blogging isn't exactly the coolest thing back, you know, a decade ago when I started. Uh, so, and I, I don't know that it is at this point now either but uh i you know i wasn't striving to be cool or anything like that i just wanted to you know express creatively my passion in a different outlet and look at now wnep found you so you know if there's if there's one thing that we can learn from doing two years of podcasts i've been interviewing a lot of people from rock stars to actresses and actors it's follow your passions that's where you want to go in life because it's not really work and that's what you did it doesn't feel like work. No, no. no. Hours into it, but I, I love doing it. I, yeah, I exactly. It. So I maybe it's my short attention span. What restaurant was that that you worked at when you were a kid? Uh, it, it was known as uh, Donio's Pizza at the time. Uh, now, do I know that one? Is that popular? I never heard of that. It, it was, uh, you know, Gary's and Clark Summit. Yes, yes. It was in that, was in that plaza there. Uh, I believe it was Fiorello's after that. Okay, so it's not there anymore. Not, No, not there anymore. And then I worked at Dino and Francesco's. Oh, okay, okay. So you're a Clark Summit guy, though. Uh, yes, yes. So, so that pizza restaurant that you started at as a dishwasher. Did that have a good reputation as making good pizza or no? It was just your average pizza. You don't want to say you want to be, you want to protect the rights of your first employer. <laughs> oh, no, no. Uh, so I, I, uh, I always thought it's very, this is an interesting question because um, the places where I worked were in fact, some of my favorite pizzas. Oh, oh. Now I, a lot of people, you know what the pizza you grew up with follows you and i'll always remember those two and you know just the, the smell of one of those pizzas i will be able to identify walking into the building um they don't happen to be my favorite anymore because i've eaten so much of it right so you, you right. Know, like every day two slices that you know so it, it, it kind of you know too much of a good thing right but yeah. uh, it doesn't mean i i don't love them it just is you know it, it's hard to, you know, have the same thing every single day. But day. does that still exist then? That first one you're at, it's under new ownership now. So it's a whole different thing. Uh, yeah, it doesn't exist anymore. Oh, okay, good. Well, then we can trash it. We can say what you want, man. Come on. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. But the, 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 the relationships I've formed there, and I still stay in contact with some of the, you know, the, the prep guys and the delivery guys. And, like, just great, you know, the camaraderie in the restaurant business is incredible. And I'm glad that you now, you're not just a taster, you're a maker. So you can, you can rate pizzas because you've had your hands in the dough. You sprinkled the cheese. You cut the pepperoni. You did it all. Uh, I, so, uh, you know, I, I like to think that if you, need, if you want to be credible as a pizza reviewer, you <laughs> should be able to make a pizza, right? And make a good pizza, not just, you know, form one and get it in the oven, but um, you should understand the components of a pizza, understand what makes a quality pie, uh, excuse me, tray as well. Oh yeah. That. We can get into that too. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I really think you should, you should understand what a, what, what, what a great pizza is, what it looks like. Uh, and, uh, you know, and have a broad experience with many, many different styles of pizza. And, uh, you know, that's what I strive to do. For example, when I go to New York City or New Haven, Connecticut. Now, I'm NEPA Pizza Review, but I do think there's a lot of value in, well, these people are claiming they have the best pizza in the world. 
I still wouldn't trade ours for it. I, I don't <laughs> have here, right? Now that's so again. Based, that's well, then, based on your research, is there something special? Now you have to try to be objective here about Northeastern PA pizza. Well, I'll even throw in Philly, all of Eastern PA, maybe even the whole state. Oh, you know, do you get this in Texas? People always say, oh, I was on vacation. I went to Denver. I went to Dallas. I went to Chicago. Maybe not Chicago. I went to California and the pizza's terrible. They don't even have an appraisal. Is that, is, re is that realistic? Are we special? You're, you're throwing me a softball here, Joe. This is <laughs> so, uh, yes, there is absolutely something special. So we are special. A thousand, a thousand percent, right? So number one is we have a high concentration of locally owned small businesses here who make a unique product, right? So the other thing is we we're known for two, not one, but two pizzas that you can only get here with a very few exceptions. Old Forge Pizza, you can get some, there's, you know, somebody in Florida, I think that makes it that is from here. Somebody in Denver that makes it that is from here. I'm not sure if they're still open. Okay. Uh, there, there's one in Harrisburg that makes it, Enola, Pennsylvania, Jigsies. Uh, that makes it but largely old forge pizzas in this little slot uh, in our little area and uh, pan fried sicilian pizza and people like to lump the two together they're very different uh it, which is you know pizza loving pizza perfect victory pig uh, those types of <laughs> see folks he can just roll it off i'm telling you <laughs> well, i'm very passionate about these two styles because they deserve national recognition because there's nowhere else that makes pan fried sicilian pizza you know Pan-fried Sicilian pizza, cooked in peanut oil, fried crust on the bottom, uh, <laughs> chunky red sauce, and uh, it, uh, like a white <laughs> cheddar cheese on top, and then comes default with the onions <laughs> in the sauce under the cheese. And that is something you don't get anywhere else. All right. Well, see, we're going to get to that later. I jumped ahead of myself. I kind of, I like to take an arc through these things and you already jumped through the arc, which is great. That's your passion coming out. I have All a lot more to say about pan fried Sicilian too. So it's, it's <laughs> uh, so, uh, but that, oh, but, but see, we're going to get to this later. I'm going to make a lot of enemies because I think old forge pizza is extremely overrated and maybe that's an upper Valley kind of comment, but that's my feeling. I, but we'll get to that later. All right. Here we go. I look forward to waiting. Uh... All right. So, so when I was a kid and if pizza wasn't around or my mom didn't bring it home, let's start with the most basic pizza. Have you done this? You get a loaf of bread, you get a piece of a piece of bread from the loaf. You put ketchup on it. You put some cheese on it and you stick it in the toaster. There's your most basic pizza. Do you agree? Does it get any more basic than that? you know a sort of french bread flavor no uh, i'm just talking American toast bread. ketchup and and cheese I, I don't know that i've i don't know that i've done the ketchup thing i could remember using like hunt's tomato sauce with okay. ketchup uh but yeah a little slice of american cheese on top didn't know any better right and uh that's yeah, where it starts absolutely done that and i might i've probably microwaved it which is even worse so yeah oh yeah i do that all the time because impatience you just stick it in the microwave and you're on your way good 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 all right so that's the most basic pizza here now i think what we should start with is the chain stores you you feel okay about that you want to start with the chains because we have like dominic's you have lou uh, i'm sorry you have uh, chuck e cheese little caesar's pizza papa john's sabraro uno domino's you want to start with some of those what, what do you like of the chains what do i like so you know, if i ever post anything with with chains i get a lot of you know hate mail you're the local guy you know yeah 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 yeah. but uh, we have know, to at least we have to at least address the chains 
Sure, sure. And sometimes you're just in an airport and you need a quick slice. Right? Yes, yes. Uh, so, um, but uh, I like how you're picking your. But first of all, could you move your camera, folks? For those of you who are not only listening but watching, this is on YouTube. The guy has a pizza bar set up. He's got posters. He's got a tablecloth on the bar. He's got a string or a pizza. This is pizza. Look, at- <laughs> I love it. So. So, yeah, out of the chains, did I hit them all? I think there's like seven big ones. Chuck E. Cheese, Little Caesars, Pizza Hut, Papa John's, Sbarro, Uno, Domino's. You, am I missing anything there? Those are the big boys, I would say. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what, 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 what's your feeling on those? So I, I think they all have a place, right? So um, Domino's you don't get because you long for a great pizza. You get it because <laughs> um, you want it fast and you want it, uh, and, you know, so – and. Also, they're open at times that other places are not open. So they they fit. I don't even view them as a competitor to any of our local establishments, right? They're, right. Oh, so they're, they're not, not even yeah. included. This is like none of those could even come close to any local pizza here, you're saying. Out of the question. Let's rule them out. Well, y- y- yes, in terms of quality. But uh, what, what I'm saying is that they're not even in the same market, right? There's there's They're selling price speed and convenience right they're mcdonald's <laughs> that's what they're selling and uh and again those people who own domino's are local operators right you know, real people who it's not you know it's not this you know corporation that you know deploys robots out there you know <laughs> there are local people living with you and i in the community that, that operate these things but they're selling something different and they're selling a lot of it but you know i in yeah, terms it's a, of, it, they, they're selling their corporate product and they can't rise above it or sink below it. It is what it is, right? It's consistent. You know what to expect and you know that you're going to get it fast. But and, I'm a little older than you and you, um, I'm sure we're entrenched in this. Pizza Hut in the 70s was like, it was seen as above and beyond even the locals. It's almost like, whoa, yeah. There's Joe's Pizza Place down the road where I grew up, but yet here's this new chain and they have all these different pizzas and they have commercials on TV. You probably didn't live through that in the 70s, but Pizza Hut was considered a high standard, I think, in the 70s and 80s. Do you agree with that? Uh, I do. And Joe, jo- my, my book it pin is over here in a closet from, uh, so I, 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 you know, <laughs> you read a few books in school, you get the pin, then you go to Pizza oh, okay. Hut. Uh, you know, so if, if you read your five or 10 books in, in elementary school, they give so you, you the pan, yeah. you get stars and you go get your free pan, personal pan pizza. So that was the Mecca, you know, that you were, you were, you were living that. No, it didn't matter. Your parents had to pay, you know, 15 bucks for, uh, you know, a pitcher of Pepsi. And a, yes, a, yes, yes. But, uh, you got your free personal pan pizza with choice of topping pepperoni. so you agree they had something there they kind of made it in a homemade unique way didn't they with all these different varieties i think they exposed pizza to people to different types of pizza i i would agree and uh so and nothing like on that that deep dish pizza where they yes put the yeah the cornmeal underneath it and uh that, that bite that flavor so is that yeah, what they I, would do a little cornmeal underneath it Underneath, yep, underneath cornmeal and uh, Parmesan cheese under it. And that gives you that really rich flavor that sort of sticks to your, your lips. Oh, and- see, there's the secret. Well, how, how did they fall from grace? Now it's almost laughable, isn't it? I, I don't know. It seems that way. Yeah, it's interesting. As I sort of, I, I'm very fascinated in the business end of things. Too. Like I just, 
I, I don't really do anything with this knowledge, but I, I'm fascinated in it. So <laughs> uh, I think a lot changed for them when Domino sort of did a really honest evaluation of themselves and said, our, our product is terrible. And they said, we're going to start over. And they hit the reset button. I think it was about a decade ago. And they, they changed their sauce. They changed their cheese. They really streamlined their model. And, uh, they, you know, they were churning out, you know, I hate to use the term better quality pizza, but, you know, I recently had a Pizza Hut pizza and it, it didn't, you know, I would say marketably Domino's is far superior to the Pizza Hut pizza that I had, which. Oh, so that you say that that might be part of the equation. Domino's just said, hey, we're going to we're going to beat this corporate world and that left Pizza Hut. Yeah, but also Pizza Hut, they didn't they never upgraded. You go in there, it still seems like your grandmother's living room from the 70s, it seemed. Right. Yeah, it still does. Still does. And so they're a little behind the time. So their aggressive campaign now is based on nostalgia. Uh, you see their their commercials now where you know, they have the velour uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, sweatsuit on. And uh, I think it's successful. But, you know, they have large uh, restaurants that did, you know, they, they weren't as nimble through the um, through the pandemic as Domino's, which is just a little storefront. Grab oh, dog. OK. All right. So, uh, and that, that that's a lot more to upgrade than you know Domino's has I, I don't know two thousand square foot and Pizza Hut's six thousand just by way of example I, I'm not sure what the the calcs would be well I don't expect you to be a corporate uh, uh, expert in pizza sales but am I correct in assessing the fact that at least Pizza Hut has been on the decline in sales and revenue or is that just anecdotally in my head I don't know it seems like it's on the decline. I, I would say certainly in Northeast PA that that would be the case uh, because you know many stores have closed over the last five. Yeah, years. yeah, right, yeah. I heard there's there's one uh, opening in Wilkesbury or Kingston. Oh, really? I, I heard. So I, I'd I'd like to see what their new model looks like. Uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, I, you know, not I, again. I'm the small business supporter, but yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm certainly, I like to know what's on the market for sure. We're going to get to all those locals, but I still want to knock off some of these chains. So I also, do you like Chuck E. Cheese pizzas or is that like laughable again? Is that like you're, you're at a birthday party, so you happen to get a pizza. No one's going to go to Chuck E. Cheese for their pizza, are they? So, so um, at, <laughs> I'm at Chuck E. Cheese a lot more often than, ah, you know, I, a kid can be a kid. I'm still a kid at heart. So yeah. if someone wants to go there three times a week, we don't go three times a week, but um i you know we enjoy going there i'm playing my ski ball you know uh but uh, the pizza it's uh, i would say their pizza is comparable maybe a little better than domino's oh okay putting uh, it above it's it's fine it's edible um you know but uh it's it's not it's not insulting to my intelligence right it's (laughs) it's fresh dough pizza with a lot of air quotes but hey you know pizza Little Caesars, pizza, pizza. What do you think? I uh, see they're they're selling price and speed. Like they're, I mean, I think you can still get a five dollar pizza there. Yeah, yeah. So that's the equivalent of like McDonald's cheeseburgers. You think just get them in, get them out. Right, but some of the, the pan pizza is pretty pretty good for a party or, or something like you know what I mean. You, yeah, cheap, fast, volume. Pizza. Yeah, but again, you're not you're not buying quality. You're you're not going to steal the show at the party. Um, you know, one of the, one of the terms I use is a party pleaser, which is a, a pizza <laughs> that everybody will like if you bring it to a party. Right. So it's got enough for the snobs, got enough for the kiddos. <laughs> party pleaser, <laughs> and then there's, there's 
Uno pizza. To me, that's like a uh, uh, a contrived. Let Uno. Someone at corporate level said, "Let's make a corporate version of a local pizza place and make people feel like they're in on the process." It's all contrived, isn't it? Uno's. Is there any? Do you like Uno's pizza, or what's the deal there? So while we still had Uno here in uh, Dixon City, my my daughter was a little younger. We liked to go there because they would give you the dough and she. Yeah, the- but uh, isn't it like um, the equivalent of Build-A-Bear? Come on. It, it is. I mean, you know, in Chicago style pizza, which that was a version of it. Yeah. Is, uh, it, you know, it's a beast. I make it once in a while. I actually made one uh, two nights ago here just just to say I did it and to share some photos on Instagram, basically. But uh, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's heavy. (laughs) You know, like a 12 inch pizza feeds a family of five because there's just so much cheese in it. And that's a, you know, a corporate version of it. It's just, it's not great. It's I can, that's a good once every two years pizza for me. (laughs) So, so who's the winner in the chains, in your opinion, does Sbarro have anything? How do you pronounce that one? Sbarro? Tomorrow, um, who's, so who's, your, who's your winner? Who's your I want to hear the pizza expert winner of the chain store pizza. Here we go, folks. This is it. Okay, I'm here it is. on the line. I am going out stay. there. So I, I don't, I don't, I'll qualify by saying I don't, I don't eat the chain pizza often, but okay. I, I will say I'm most nostalgic about when I have Papa John's and they put the butter sauce and the little uh, uh, pepperoncinis in the box. Okay. And, uh, I, I find their pizza, it's, you know, the thin sort of crispy, but it's not crispy by the time it gets delivered. Um, pizza, I, I prefer that over, you know, say Papa John's and, uh, or over Domino's and, and Pizza Hut. So. so you're thinking Papa John's might be the winner of the lo- of the chain store national pizza. If you have to go chain. If, if I had to go chain and, and all those options were available, I would order Papa John's. Oh, there you go. Woo! All right. So we got that out. All right. Now. This is going to kind of, this is my bridge to the local pizza, but I've always wondered this. Maybe you'll have the answer. And maybe what I'm about to say will change your life. You're going to quit your job. You're going to do what I say and make millions. We've been down the Jersey shore. Everybody gets those gigantic pizzas. I mean, they're gigantic. You get one slice. It's, it's this, it's as big, you know, as a hubcap on a car. They're gigantic. So are they called boardwalk pizza? I don't even know. But there's something special about those gigantic pizzas you get on the Jersey Shore. Why hasn't anyone opened up a place here and call it Jersey Shore Pizza and sell gigantic pizzas for a comparable price? Because everyone, I think the biggest letdown when you go to a pizza place and you order what I'm going to say is a tray, and it's fairly small. You want big. Everybody wants big, big, big. Why isn't anyone selling gigantic Jersey Shore pizzas around here? Why, why, why? Or even on the chain uh, scale. So, uh, I, you know, I would call that a boardwalk pizza. Um, yeah. And, uh, and the other things that I would uh, characterize, this, here's the snob coming out. The other things I would characterize a boardwalk pizza as being, uh, you know, a little bit stingy on the cheese, stingy on the sauce. Oh. And, uh, when I say a boardwalk pizza, you boardwalk that pizza because the cheese is about two, three inches from the edge of the crust, right? So that, you know, you have that <laughs> okay. Big, uh, I never gap. really noticed that though. I don't know. Maybe. So, well, and they're very my, thin, very thin. 
very thin. So anyway, but why don't, uh, so here's, here's my, so first of all, uh, Uncle Joe's Pizza in Pittston does do that. Oh, they do. They, they do have a very large pizza. Do they call it the um, boardwalk pizza? I'm not sure. That's just their normal, I think, it's oh, like okay. eight inch pizza, something like that. It's, it's huge, huge pizza. It's right next to, uh, it's in the plaza next to Walmart there. Okay. Uh, so they, they have it. Now, logistically, those are hard to deliver. Uh, some oh. cars you you can't get you know get it in the uh, get it in the you trunk. may have solved my query then so you're saying that could be one of the issues if someone out there wants to make these gigantic pizzas yeah at the boardwalk they're not delivering them here you have to deliver them and they're going to slip and they're going to slide and they're going to how do you contain them that's a good point yeah exactly and to, to make that successful you need a high foot traffic uh, i'm going to order this slice for $7.50 foot traffic uh, area so that people can go in, get their one slice yeah, and then be on their way. Be, you know, it's not really a, I see, know, I see. So my plan, my business proposal, this is your, come on, this is your college education at work. Should I put that out there and try to open a place called boardwalk pizza? They're gigantic. I'll sell them by the slice, big trays. You don't want me to do that. It's not going to work. You're going to need a touristy high foot traffic area. <laughs> okay. you know, uh, maybe, uh, and I, I think they do something similar down at Kalahari, uh, but. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. You're sort of moving it through. You grab, I think they're like $12 a slice, something like that. But uh, you, I, I, I'm not, I'm not saying your model won't work. I'm just saying <laughs> the, the places it does work is where there's high foot traffic tourists that are looking to get back to what they're doing and have a portable um, meal with them that's easy to, to carry and move move throughout. Gotcha. Now, would you lose respect for me if I told you that might be my favorite pizza on planet Earth, Boardwalk, Jersey Shore pizza, or no? Not at all. Not at all. And it, you would share the same sentiment as, as, as a lot of them. <coughs> I, you know, if I, if I share, like, you know, once in a while, one of my friends will text me a photo of something they're eating in, in Jersey or Ocean right. City. And uh, and uh, I'll, I'll repost it. And those are some of my more popular posts. Oh, yeah. OK, so others agree. It is great. I don't know why. I, it's great. Maybe it's maybe it's taken in the vibe because you're on vacation and it's summer and there's the beach and there's bikini girls and it's all a part of the memory. But there's something about that boardwalk pizza that I just love. Especially those ones that put the sauce on top. Yeah, right? that's, a, yeah. that's you know, grotto style, I like to call it. And you hold it and it just like flops down like this. It's literally like wet, like paper towel. I just love those really thin crusts and it's just, oh, oh, oh. oh it's, it's great. It's great. I'm, put one in front of me. I'm not turning down. As well. <laughs> I don't see that, you know? All right. So uh, we got the chain stores. We got, I'm going by my, and I never make outlines. We got the chains. We got the Jersey shore. Are you ready to get into your specialty now, big guy? Are you ready, Jim? to start talking local. Oh, absolutely. Fire away. <laughs> now, remember, I, I live in northern Lackawanna County. So my preference is for places like Mainline, Lou's, uh, Vincenzo's, Andy's, Tony's, Nina's, Basilico's, Calarusso's. So th that's, that's within a radius of where I go. So I don't mean to leave out the people, you know, closer to Wilkesbury, et cetera. I'm sure they have, you know, names like I, they can just spurt off like I just did. So mm -hmm. how are we going to do this? How are we going to include everybody? And what do you think about the ones I mentioned? 
So that's that's a very powerful lineup there. You know, you have oh, okay. very powerful. Uh, I love it. <laughs> you know, Andy's with the 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 lineage and the history there. Yes, product. Great people that own that, by the way. Yes. Um, you know, Lou's has that classic old Forge pizza, Mainline. Everybody loves their their pizza up here. Uh, yeah. I call that old Forge as well. A lot of people get insulted when you t- you call an old Forge pizza an old Forge pizza. It's well, see, you're, yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm, I'm not insulted, but I'm surprised. What am I missing? So this had to be 20 years ago. I'm 55 years old. It took a while for me. I go to Old Forge to sample their great pizza. I'm not saying it's not great or it's not good, but it's not, whoa. To me, it's just like any other pizza. There was nothing special about it. I was expecting some explosion of taste. I was expecting some renaissance. And to me, it was just like, what? I can get this anywhere. What's the big deal? What am I missing? So, uh, you know, I'm usually pretty forthcoming saying it. Old Forge pizza is not one of my favorite styles of pizza either, um, but it is one of my favorite pizzas because of what it is and represents and what the town represents, right? So Old Forge pizza, let's just say it's about a half inch thick. Uh, it's a uh, it's a light, airy, but yet dense crumb, like a, a tight crumb. So you don't see big <laughs> air bubbles in the crust, right? Okay, okay. So it's light and crisp, but it's cons- it's a consistent. It's not There's not these big variations like a Sicilian. Got to be square. It's what's that? Got to be square. Got to be well. Of course, in Northeast PA, it's square, even though it's rectangular. Right? Okay. <laughs> so uh, you know, and uh, so and then it has a. Uh, like but does a, it have to be square? Uh, it does. I would say it has to be that rectangular, thirteen okay, by okay. eighteen inch. You know. So gotcha. You know, I guess you can make a round old forge if if you wanted to. We can make uh, a trapezoid. However, however it is, if it's, <laughs> you know, cooked in a pan. You know. Sweet, uh, pre-cooked sauce it's usually like a spaghetti sauce where they oh whoa, whoa. so that's another characteristic yeah usually the sauce is cooked beforehand I, I can't say that is always the case oh i didn't know that well, so you're saying versus pouring it out of a can or out of a vat and then having it heat up with the pizza you're saying they're pre-cooked the sauce uh, a lot of times yeah they no they may pre-cook the sauce and then um refrigerate it oh interesting. like a new york style uh sauce a lot of the times it's just it's you would call it raw sauce yeah scoop it in pour it on oh see i'm learning i'm learning all right any cheese specific with this old ford stuff so the cheese one rumor i have to dispel and i work very hard (laughs) at this Um, and this is usually the new yorkers come in american cheese on pizza is not pizza is what is what the comment i get a lot now old forge pizza yes many of the blends do include american cheese right but most are not exclusively american cheese maybe it's 25 percent of the blend 50 percent of the blend uh some you'll see uh they're easy to point out uh, uh an american cheese pizza usually has the the burned cheese it doesn't kind yeah, of yeah yeah um, you know, like, uh, I, for example, a, a mainline pizza, I would think was, was probably a high percentage of American cheese, which is delicious. It's very NEPA. Other people don't do it. And that's what makes it special, right? So we have it here, 
But in your opinion, Mainline is a variety or a copy or a attempt at Old Forge Pizza or no? Is that what you're saying? Because Mainline- I'm not saying they are attempting. I'm not saying they set out to okay. make Old Forge Pizza. <laughs> I'm saying what they make is what I would classify as Old Forge Pizza. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Because of the properties. Of, yes. You know, like the big one is if I when I say Maroni's or Alfredo's in Scranton are okay. Old Forge Pizza, which in my view- you know, we talk about subjective. Those are old forge pizzas. And now this will probably be oh. the most controversial statement. And again, I'm not a very controversial figure, uh, but this will probably that's a very controversial statement for some folks to hear. Both pizzas extremely delicious, but uh, the the <laughs> folks that eat it and love it, I among them, hold it in very high regard to the point where it cannot be old forge pizza. <laughs> Even though it's rectangular, has the same yeah. crust, has a, and uh, you know has an American cheese in the blood. But what uh, you're doing and what I'm doing is we're trying. We're like Charles Darwin in the 1800s. We're trying to classify things that no one did yet. So there is no classification for pizza, real. I mean, there's loose classifications, but there's no definition of Old Forge pizza. We're not. creating it. And who am I to classify it? I'm just a guy with a keyboard. That's no. Uh, you're Charles Darwin. Yeah, so you know, and again, I would anybody watching this that wants to debate whether these great local establishments are or are not, please message me and we'll talk. There about you go. It. It's Enjoy. worth a discussion. I love it. Okay, so that's Old Forge. We got that out of the way. Is there anyone in Old Forge who makes a traditional uh, 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 New York style pizza or no? Oh, uh, there is. There's a newer place. I think they've been open about a year. Uh, Popsy's Pizzeria. I stopped yeah. by there. He makes a, a, a round, round uh, flat. He makes a Sicilian and he makes an old forge style pizza. And one thing I also want to say about what makes old forge pizza special is okay. that town has, you know, I've done this a couple of times on my social media where I take my phone and I sort of film main street and yeah. I show there's just pizzerias all over the place. Right? <laughs> the cool thing about them though, is that they work together. One runs out of cheese or dough, oh. they'll borrow from each other and they support each other. It's, it's really amazing. Great people down there. Great community. They just did an event free to the public snow forge where they shut down the street and just people go and there's vendors and horseback, you know, horse-drawn carriages and just really cool event uh, that just they pulled together to make it happen and uh, love that town because they just they work together. And that I think to me, that's a big part of what makes Old Forge Pizza special. Absolutely. And it wasn't contrived. No one said, let's make Old Forge Pizza Town. It happened organically and naturally, and it's going back two, three, four generations. So that's what they have going for. And I do understand that, you know, mm -hmm. that's for sure. All right. So um, do, do we, do we want to go up Valley now, down Valley? Where do you want to take this thing? What are your favorites? Do you like, you mentioned the Andes and the Tonys, they have that Old Forge vibe and also lose. They're trying to, do you want to get now into more of the New York style? You want to branch out? You want to, you, what else do you like in the Valley here or in Northeast? So I, I think we're known uh, for maybe four, four kinds. Okay, here we go. Really unique here. So you have the Old Forge pizza, which has the most national recognition, I would say. Yeah. Pan fried Sicilian pizza, I think is just as popular locally. Although people in Lackawanna County five years ago generally didn't know what it was and would call it Old Forge Pizza. I like to think I'm part of the education of- <laughs> I love it, I love it. You know, Lackawanna, Luzerne uh, sort of- Yes, you know, yes. Stop calling Victory Pig Old Forge Pizza. It's not, it isn't. Uh, there's actually a local guy that wrote a book about Northeast PA pizza, a recipe book, who 
lumped the two styles together and uh, I, I still have the book. I'm not sure why. Of course but, you do. Uh, <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, even that book, the author confused the two, uh, even though he's supposedly, you know, a definitive voice on the on it. But the, they're very distinct, very different processes, very different recipes. And, uh, you know, so it just, they couldn't be more different in their approach to how you make uh, a pizza. The pan-fried Sicilian, again, I'm talking about pizza love and pizza perfect, victory pig. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's about 50 places, and I'll say, I'll use the term, in the world that make it, and they're all here in Northeast PA. Whoa, whoa. Pan-fried, you're saying, is the part of that recipe, so to speak. Yeah, that little genre. Or, yes, uh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. And why the name Victory Pig? You know, that always bothered me. So, What's a pig uh, have you know, to do with it? You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not positive what inspired the name, but they were the first. Uh, to make this style pizza. A lot of people say it was right around World War II. Okay. Where they opened, I believe, the uh, 1940s. And oh. not, a, not a huge history. Uh, so if, if I'm a little sketchy on dates here, just, you know, forgive me. Uh, but uh, around World War II, they opened. Uh, so they were the original making this style of pizza. A lot of folks speculate that it has a lot of similarities with Detroit style pizza. Mm. Another delicious pizza that I uh, style of pizza that I like to make, uh, but uh, you know, so they do have some similarities in composition and, and how you put them together, and they both kind of started around the same time in that same sort of era. So uh, we aren't sure, uh, we, you know, where that sort of comes from. Okay, I, but let, okay, so that's one grouping. That's one uh, division you've created. What else do we got here? Also in Northeast PA, we have two other two other kinds uh, that in more well known in the Hazleton area. It's a it's it's a it's a bakery style pits p i t z or they call it a box tavern pizza. It's, <laughs> it's essentially you know uh, a cold pizza that's that's sort of made with the cheese unmelted that they set in a box with the wax paper and then you know it's just good to go and you can just leave it at room temperature for up to four days i'm told that's totally anecdotal jim uh, i don't you know. know is this good is this what is that what is that it, I, so you just rip off a slice and you just eat it right so a lot of people take it on road trips you know to the beach or the yankee game or whatever it may be uh, but wait but I do is know. that like is that like nardone's out of the box uh, similar but local uh, well nardone's <laughs> is local as well but um but uh, I, I would say a little more, uh, a little better, you know, better, you know, better quality. I would say less mass produced. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. More so, homemade touch. You know, Don't make fun of my Nardones. This is my go-to for our quick in the microwave middle of the night snack. You already answered my question, Joe. So let's go. If we can go here, Nardone <laughs> brothers, we all grew up with it. Some people prefer some another brand, but yeah. We all cook it differently as kids. I was a microwave person myself, but uh, I made a video on, on YouTube as to different ways. What's the best way to cook this, right? Some people said, do it in a frying pan. Some people said, do it in a frying pan with oil. Some people said, grill it. Some people said, boil it, which I didn't try. You're not but, uh, you know, bake it, uh, you know, bake it on a baking stone, bake it with foil over the top. So there's all these ways that people do it. Uh, air fryer is a popular one. And, uh, you know, I, I tested them all and I, I think, Oh, you did. I love it. Yeah. So I did, I think I did six different ways. I didn't do all the variations. There were like 22 different, uh, variations, but it was a fun experiment. And, uh, I think I like the grilled, uh, but I don't like the hassle of preheating. So 
I would probably still just eat it cold or microwave it if I if I had it in my house. Well, I was going to say, Jim, I think no one is going to disagree. I, I The most tasty version of those would be grilled. You know, you put a little butter down or something. But we're talking about expedience of time. Mm-hmm. I, you know, no dishes. You just napkin, microwave, done. It's not going to be as good, but it's immediate and satisfying. If you have a short attention span, this is what I need. Exactly. That's it's perforated, so you just rip it, right? You just just go, you know, and you're on to the next. You're already on. You're already finishing your homework, or you're already, you know, doing your weather research already, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, what I do, I open up the fridge, and if I see a box of Nardones, I look to my left, look to my right, make sure my wife's not around. Then I just eat it right out of the fridge, out of the box. Yeah, no one's around. And there's no dishes, right? So you're all set. <laughs> you eat it over the sink, so the crumbs just go in the sink too. That solves everything. <laughs> guilty, guilty is charged. So, um, uh, do, 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 are we hammering all the big ones here? Then, uh, what, what do you think? So, and the other one that we have in Northeast PA that a lot of other places don't, they, they'll call it a calzone or a stromboli somewhere else, is double crust white pizza. Which yeah, but see, a, now you're branching off into, yeah. Uh, that's what we're known for. That's what we're known we, for. We, we're branching. Where does the branch, when does it become not pizza? That's what I'm wondering. Uh, you know, you know <laughs> I, 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 I'm, a, I'm a little open-minded, I guess, with my with my pizza styles. Uh, so, but, uh, you know, so I, I try to promote what we have here in the small businesses that make it. So, yeah, uh, I like to like to feature all that's available here. Uh, but that's not to say that, you know, we don't have great versions of my favorite New York style pizza. Mine too. Mine you know, too. So you're talking, um, you know, and I, I would say in Lackawanna County, you're talking about Rosario's, you're talking about Armenti's, Basilico's, Buona Pizza. And then there, I mean, there's a, there's a ton of other good ones. Uh, those are, those are the ones that sort of come to mind um, that, you know, uh, as great New York style pizza. And uh, down down the line in Wilkesbury, you're, you're you're talking you know Serpico's and um, Nello's. I think they're kind of the same family, but they do great uh, New York style pizza as well. So uh, New York, yeah. it's got to be thin. It's does it have to be mozzarella or not necessarily? Uh, generally, yeah. Some people have a, a like a mozz provolone blend, but it's generally um, you know uh, mozzarella cheese. Okay. On a, on a thin uh, round crust, no sauce on top, um, but you know, some the people, and again, I, I try to put things in nice, neat little um, pockets to, to, you know, so like. You got uh, a carp, you, know, you got a carp, parment, carp, carp. <laughs> you got to do that. You got to put them in their neat little boxes. Right. Yeah. So like um, Angelo's pizza, which is more similar to the shore pizza, the boardwalk pizza you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Is, uh, you know, it's a round, much more dense crust than a New York style crust with cheese, cheddar cheese, not mozzarella, I'm assuming cheddar, uh, and a sweet sauce swirled on top. That's okay. kind of, I call that kind of grotto style because they're the, the bigger name. Uh, but, uh, you know, well, so- Wait, now you just tick the box. I forgot about the grotto. That could be maybe tied for my first place. Another, another shore pizza, right? What, uh, is, that what, is that what you would call that, I guess? Yeah, maybe this- I like to call it shore pizza. But they have that certain, what is the secret to there? It's like a soury taste or something. I'm, the grotto is excellent. What's going on there? Do you know? Did you? Again, that's a, you know, it's a, I think the contrast between the saltier cheddar-ish, I'm going to say cheddar-ish because I don't know these folks' recipes. Yeah. Um, and uh, and the, the sweet sauce swirl on the top, 
when you put sauce on top of a pizza, yeah. not under the sauce, two things happen. First, the uh, the cheese traps moisture in, uh, so uh, so the crust is going to be floppier and soggier when the when the sauce is in the normal in yeah. the middle. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so when you put it on top, the 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 sauce can't uh, saturate the dough, so it's a crispier crust. And the other thing that happens is the sauce, the water from the sauce evaporates. So it's a much more intense flavor because there's a reduction going on. Oh, I love it. So a little science of the pizza here. This is excellent. So are you a grotto guy? I, I enjoy it as much as the next person. It, you're, I, you're, you're making me rethink myself. So I've come to the conclusion that grotto and boardwalk, which you're saying are, are, are cousins of each other. This is where my brain wants to go. Uh, that's how I see it. And again, I don't have any specific facts or history or uh, that, that would make me believe it to be. I just look at technically what the pizza, uh, how it's how it's put together. And that's just technically how I look at it. And there's a lot of crossover. Some will use a New York crust and, and it, but it's, you know, it, it's all it's all just pizza. I just try to classify it so that when people ask me, where do I go? And I ask uh-huh. them, what do you like? It's much easier to recommend, uh, you know, a certain pizza when I can put them in a certain, you know, compartment. We're compartmentalizing here. So that brings up my last topic here, because I think we're nailing it here. Toppings. I mean, when when you start, there used to be one of my favorites, A&A pizza in Einan. Did you ever do you remember A&A pizza in Einan? I, I remember it. I'm not sure that I've I've had it, but I, I, I certainly remember it. I think they're defunct now. They used to make a great Mexican style. It seems like Mexican, not all that popular with lettuce and tomatoes and peppers all sprinkled on top. Tough pizza to get. It is a hard pizza to get. And uh, I, I think, you know, I'll every uh, every May I'll, I'll put out a post for Cinco de Mayo and a lot of places will you know oh. comment and say you know we're offering this today by the slice by the you know by the tray you know but it's it's more of a you know a seasonal thing or a, a special thing the, the the one challenge is it's it becomes expensive when you put all that on there and then you know to charge 22 25 dollars for a pizza oh i see right so it turns people off yeah yeah the other thing is lettuce on a pizza is i mean to reheat <laughs> it you know it, it's you, you really have to have it fresh out of the oven with the lettuce and tomatoes sprinkled on it. Otherwise, it's yes. sort of a wilted, kind of like a chicken Caesar pizza. It's, you know, it's kind of, you can't really reheat it. it. It just becomes a mess. But isn't there now a limit to when you, when you start overdoing the toppings, it's not pizza anymore. It's like when you start putting too many accessories on your car, it's no longer a car. What does it become? Is it a, uh, <laughs> So I have a couple of philosophies on that. All right. So, uh, so first, I, I again, I'm very open minded to what pizza is, right? So you know the the ketchup on a slice of bread and a slice of American cheese, that's pizza to me. That's fine. <laughs> uh, and if you put 13 toppings stacked on top of that, that's also still pizza. But oh, okay. Uh, one one philosophy I, I I've developed over time, and I've learned, and we can use Domino's as an example. They give you free toppings for a reason, right? So when somebody tells me, yeah, but you have to have it with, that's usually an indicator that it's not actually great pizza. Oh, 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 oh. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So to me, and it's purest, I, when you, you see my pizza reviews, it's generally 
a cheese pizza, like just plain yes. form and uh, review it in that way so that there's nothing that, you know, can, you know, sway uh, my review, you know, because I think bacon, pepperoni, they make everything better, right? Like, <laughs> I, I'm not sure that there's a dish that bacon doesn't make better. Yes, know? but is it taken away from what pizza is? In my car analogy, here's what I'm saying. If you put a turret and a machine gun on a car, it's no longer a car. It's now a military vehicle. If you get a piece of pizza and you put mashed potatoes on it or you put big hunks of steak on it, I think they call the mashed potato things uh, pogash or something. Mm-hmm. When yeah. is it not pizza anymore? It's becoming something else. Or if you take away the sauce and it's now uh, the white pizza. No, we're not even pizza anymore. You took a car, you put a machine gun on it. It's now a, it's now a war vehicle. Where's your cutoff? <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Again, I, I'm, I'm a little open-minded as to what it is. You know, pagash to me is, I, I'm not, you know, I, if, if I wasn't in this role and it wasn't so popular during Lent, I, I probably wouldn't eat it. It's, you know, it's too much, too much carbs on carbs on carbs for me. Yeah. People is it pizza? Love, it's not pizza. I call it pagash pizza. So I guess I, I'm, I'm okay. No. Did you ever is see it, the big what, steak they put on pizza, big hunks of steak? That's not yeah. pizza anymore. What is that? So, uh, you know, maybe, maybe it gets into the gourmet pizza category. <laughs> oh, stop like it. I, you know, hot wing pizza. Is that pizza? I, oh, you know, okay. So that's all. Oh. And I love that, but you're We're right gonna, now. Yeah. Now it's hot wing sauce. So it, you know, it, it's available. Uh, <laughs> so a lot of what I talk about uh, on, on social is, is what my readers want me to talk about. And they love pagash potato, mashed potato. Pizza. They do. They are crazy for it. So I will talk about it. Okay. Well, you tell them to go to the pierogi if they want that taste. Okay. Because now you're in my territory. Okay. Go to the pierogi. I'll tell them, watch the weather guy from now on. (laughs) uh, But uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, that that to me is like, so being a local pizza blogger, I feel a responsibility to uh, talk about what we have here and what people like. And I want to represent what people like here and they like mashed potatoes on pizza generally speaking and it's it, not that i don't like it but it's a different animal that's all i'm saying it, it is a different animal and it, man get ready to take a nap after you eat it yeah <laughs> boil some pierogies that's my advice let's finish up with the eating style i've always been bothered by the folders they get their piece of pizza and then they fold it in half and oh it's almost like they're trying, it's almost like you're rushing something. If you're folding it, you're not enjoying, you're just trying to get it over with. Why are you doing that? Stop the folding. So I, I'm not a folder myself. I call it the New York fold because <laughs> you see that a lot. Uh, you know, folks that, you know, they grab a slice from the window on the streets of New York, fold it and keep going, right? So that it's a matter of portability, I think. Portability and you don't want the sauce to run off. Yes, expediency, are, I get that. I get that. There are many though that, you know, they grab it, they don't even think twice. They just fold it in half and at the table, it's, well, you know, what's the rush there? But I, you can, I don't believe you can enjoy and take in the textures and right. the different flavor. It all sort of smashes together. Yes, and, uh, stop the know. folding right now, stop it. <laughs> stop. We'll get some t-shirts made up. (laughs) How about the knife and fork crowd? Okay. So listen, uh, okay. If you eat pizza with a knife and fork, 
you're a pretentious piece of garbage. End of discussion. Over. <laughs> Period, right? <laughs> I've dined with some uh, with some knife and forkers, you know, and uh, it is what it is, you know. No, because here's what the knife and forkers do when no one's around. They don't use the knife and fork. So that's how you know it's a fake act. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they're on pizza at home, they're not. No one's around. They're not getting a knife and fork out. They're doing it to look overly uh, uh, proper. And I don't like that. I see what you're saying. <laughs> Again, maybe I'm just a little too jaded and uh, too open-minded, but it, you know, doesn't doesn't bother me so much. But, uh, it's that's uh, an interesting theory for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, do you have anything else? You have folders. You have knife and forkers, and I guess that's it, right? Maybe nap overly napkin use. Like, do you need a napkin on the plate? I, I mean, on the pizza when you're eating. Excuse me. The dabbers or the blotters. Oh, yes. And I used to be one. And then I gave that up. The dabbers, I was a dabber. See, I, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a big believer. You know, you take the pizza as is, you know, I want to review it in its natural state, of course. So, uh, but there's a lot of flavor to be garnered there in, the, in that grease. I think. My dabbers, my dabber tendency fluctuates with my cholesterol level. So if I get a nice low level from my blood work, then I don't dab for months. And then if it goes up, I start dabbing again. Oh, see, well, the, the, you have a metric. In a <laughs> I do have a metric. <laughs> All right, Jim, this was great. So again, if you want to remind everyone where they can find your reviews and if we left anything out here, I, I want you to leave, please, man. Tell, tell us about it. Give it. Give it up. Again, so you can check out the website at nepapizzareview.com. I'm at nepapizzareview on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, even on TikTok these days. Which oh, is- man. What do you dance around with pizzas? No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> just be straight up pizza review. I'm trying to do more how to stuff. Uh, but uh, you, can, you can check me out on any of those outlets. And I, that's why I said YouTube. Um, so, uh, you know, and I love to talk pizza and I love to hear from people. So definitely comment, send me some messages, uh, you know, and, uh, just let me know what you like and what you want to see next, because, you know, I'm, I, you know, it's my passion, it's my project, but, uh, I really, you know, want to represent what people want to see and, and w- what they want to know. I love it. And, uh, this is 2022 when this hits. So get out and eat more pizza this year. All right. Come on. Life is short. Absolutely. That, that's a very important New Year's resolution that people should make. <laughs> yeah, make sure forget about local, the gym. <laughs> go support your local proprietors. Uh, you know, they're the backbones of our community. They're the ones, uh, you know, sponsoring the Little League team and buying the dance shoes. Yeah, uh, oh, I love it. And yeah. what I'm what I'm not going to do is I'm, I'm not going to go to the fridge right now and get Nardones and eat it with a fork and knife. And if you do do that, you are an enemy of the people. I look, I'll, I'll watch for you uh, hovering over the sink there, Joe. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jim. You're the best, brother. All right. Thanks. I appreciate it. You got it. Peace. Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything. Mr. Curiosity.